0: The Poachers, The Scotch Twins, Chapter 8 While all these things were happening, Angus Neal had returned from his errand across the little lake and was making his way slowly toward home following the course of the stream. As he came near the fall, he stopped and sniffed. There was certainly a most of appetizing smell of bacon in the air. "'It can't be,' he said aloud to himself. He sniffed again, and his face turned purple with rage. "'Meat!' he snorted. "'As I live, the bold rascals, poaching in broad daylight and cooking their game right under my nose. It wasn't under his nose at all, of course, for the rock was far above him, and it wasn't game either. "'I'll soon cure them of that trick,' he muttered, as he climbed silently over the rocks and gazed searchingly about.' It was not long before he caught sight of a thin curl of blue smoke rising from the top of the rock. Ah-ha, he growled under his breath. I've got you now, my bold gentleman. I'll teach you to flot your thefts in the face of the Laird's own gamekeeper once I get my hands on you. At once he began nosing about the rocks in search of the path by which the poachers had climbed the cliff. Meanwhile, Sandy and Jock had found the sprays of the evergreen pine and were on their way back to the cave. With them, when Jock suddenly seized Sandy by the arm and ducked down behind a boulder, there, not a hundred feet away, stood Angus Neal gazing up at the top of the rock. His back was toward them, and the noise of the waterfall had drowned out the sound of voices, or they surely would not have escaped his notice. As it was, they slipped behind the fall, whisked into the hole, and began climbing the secret stair like two frightened squirrels. An instant later, they startled Alan and Jean, who were in the cave, by dashing in after them on all fours. What on earth is the matter? cried Jean. Matter indeed! gasped jock out of breath angus neal is down there and he's seen the smoke he almost saw us but we just gave him the slip and got by keep out of sight all of you commanded the chief to leave him and to, to me and leave him to me the obedient clan flattened themselves against the back of the cave while Alan crept to the edge of the rock on his stomach like a lizard and lying there was able to peep through the thick screen of leaves and see what was going on below. The gamekeeper was still scrambling over the rocks and looking as Alan said afterward for all the world like a dog who had lost the trail and was trying to find it again. As the lookout was well screened Alan soon allowed the rest of the clan to join him and Angus nil Little guessed as he prowled about over the rocks that every move was watched from above despairing of finding the path, he decided at last to get up a tree and make an observation. He selected a large pine, which grew near the cave and began to climb. So long as he stood on the ground, the children knew it was impossible for Angus to see them, but when he began to climb, they scuttled back into the cave as fast as they could go, climbing as hard work for a fat man, and the gamekeeper found himself covered with pitch before he had gone more than halfway up, but he puffed on in spite of difficulties, and at last reached a point from which he could look directly across the surface of the rock but from which the cave was entirely hidden behind a projection in the wall of the cliff angus saw what he supposed to be the whole shelf of the rock and he saw that there was no one there he could see the fire and the frying pan the eggshells lying about and even the portion of bacon that jean had not cooked They were all in full view, but apparently the poachers had gone away into the woods, leaving their airy camp, deserted. There was no one there. Of that he felt certain. I'll just give him a surprise, thought the gamekeeper to himself if they found a way up i can too i'll help myself to a snack of that bacon and if they come back and find me well i have my gun with me and i don't like being interrupted at my meals he backed down the tree like a fat cat and made a desperate search for the path and this time he actually succeeded in finding it He chuckled to himself as he plunged into the passage and began to climb. He had gone about a third of the way up when he reached the narrowest point of the channel and tried to force himself through. But the space was so small that no matter how much he tried, he could not get by. His gun was in his way too, but he could not leave it below, as that would be putting it into the hands of the poachers if they should return too soon in vain he twisted and squirmed he could get no farther and moreover he was afraid the gun might go off by accident in his struggles when he found that he could not possibly go up he decided to go down but he found to his horror that he couldn't do that either there he stuck and an angrier man than Angus Neal would have been hard to find A projecting rock punched him in the stomach, and when he pressed back against the rock behind him to free himself, he scraped the skin off his back. Casting prudence to the winds, he howled with pain and rage, and the sound carried up through the narrow passage, echoed in the cave like a roar of a lion. The children, meanwhile, had kept in hiding, and when they heard these blood-curdling sounds, they at first did not know what caused them, because, of course, they could not see what was happening below but they knew very soon that they were not made by a wild animal because wild animals do not swear it's angus stuck in the secret stairway alan said smothering his laughter he's too fat to get through he crept to the edge and peeped down the hole there far below he could see the top of angus's head and the muzzle of his gun "'The chief was a boy of great presence of mind. "'He backed hastily away from the hole "'and ran to the fall, "'snatching up the pan as he passed. "'This he filled with water and rushing back. "'He instantly sent a small deluge down "'upon the head of the hapless Angus. "'The gamekeeper was dumbfounded by this new attack. "'Had he not with his own eyes "'seen that the rocky shelf was empty? "'How, then, could this thing be?' He rolled his eyes upward, but there was no one in sight. He had heard all his life tales and of their being borne away by into ca- mountain caverns and held as prisoners for years and years. And he made up his mind that such a fate had not, had now befallen him, firmly convinced that he was the victim. He became possessed with terror and began to plead with the unseen tormentors who he believed held him. "'Only leave me loose, dear,' Good little people he had, and I'll never never trouble you more. At this point Alan, shaking with mirth, sent down another panful of water, and Angus redoubling his efforts, wrenched himself free, scraping off quantities of skin as he did so. They could hear him scuttling down the secret stair as fast as his legs would carry him, and when he emerged below, they watched him hurry away through the forest, casting fearful glances over his shoulder as he ran. Alan made a hollow of his two hands and sent after him a wild note like the wailing of a banshee angus kneel angus kneel rose the piercing note bring back my beautiful stag my stag that lived by the tarn as the sound reached the ears angus redoubled his speed and they could hear him crashing through the underbrushes as, as if he was being pursued when the sounds died away in the distance the rob roy clan followed on the rolled on the floor of the cave with laughter there said alan as he sat up and wiped his eyes that'll fix angus neal We've scared him out of a year's growth, and he'll never dare meddle with this place again. Come on now, it's time to go home, but tomorrow we'll come back and fix this place up in a way that would make Robinson Crusoe green with envy. They carefully put water on the ashes of their fare, stuck the sprigs of evergreen pine in their bonnets, and sped down the secret stairway and home.